don't be afraid to talk about money. I don't sure. understand why it's so, it's so it's faux pas and it's like it's against the social norm to talk about money. Ask your friends, what's your number? What's your plan for retirement? When do you want to hit retirement? Do you want to do it early? Do you want to do it till you're 67? Are you going to be able to retire? Have the conversations. Texting your BFF again? No, I'm actually getting prepared for the next episode. Oh, we're rocking. We're rolling here. Oh, well. Oh, welcome back. Welcome back. Episode number 18. Hey, it's Jerry. I got to tell you, 17 was a good one. And I I hope that our listeners really enjoyed 17 because that was really the basics. That's the basis. That's the the, the the foundation. The potatoes. That's right. We powered through it. Well, we powered through it. It may be old hat to us, but I think our listeners really need to, you know, we kind of keep them reminding of that and really beat it in their head. You know what we didn't do in episode 17? We forgot our normal like string of shout outs. Let's do some shout outs. I think we need to shout out to the EOT boys. We're really always you know, we're trying to do some get back in the get in the saddle and do some trending. I think we looked good last week in the in the old uh, Graton uh, Tour de Graton bike race. We're trending. We got some strength. We just got to We got to finish. We got to finish strong. Yeah. Did I tell you I ran into Killer Carl at the mall? Well, did it hurt? <laughs> good one jerry yeah no. I, 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 I. go on so i ran into killer carl and obviously he was absent last wednesday and the wednesday before which i had to give him a hard time for and the wednesday before go Thank on you for bringing that up but uh so i was talking to killer carl and i had a little bit of an epiphany you ready for this so i'm talking to carl and giving him sort of the the rundown of the previous night's race the wednesday night which you know there was you know d will got away ended up getting brought back and it was basically a bunch sprint, everybody all together at the very end. Yep. And I was I was telling Carl about this, and I was like, you know, I reiterated yet again that, your boy Hoss here, I'm just not a sprinter. I'm not a sprinter. And so Carl was like, well, yeah, I, I wish I would have been there because I've been out doing some workouts, doing a lot of sprinting. And I was that was my epiphany, which is going to make me sound like an idiot. But you know why I'm not a sprinter? Because I never don't sprint. Practice. I, don't sp- I don't practice sprinting ever. Right. Right. That would have been a perfect race for Carl because it wasn't that hard. No, the race it wasn't was fast, that hard. fast, but not hard, no. in my opinion. You know, Duke and I worked a little bit more at the front than you did sitting there in the back, but oh. Duke and I were doing our damnedest to try to keep D-Will away on the front, but we were unsuccessful. Unsuccessful. But anyway, maybe I need to start sprinting a little bit. That could be. Or maybe I just stick to my roots, which there is just go. dropping Jerry. That's you what do, I do. You do you. Yeah. I mean, Jay Saul and I, were, we, do all, I mean, we do most of the work, and uh, that's just how it works. You know, how about how about a shout out for Jay Saul? Jay Saul, a loyal listener. Jeremy Saul. Jeremy Saul, just a good dude. Uh, yeah, no question. You know what? You know what I like about Jay Saul. I'll be honest with you. What's that? He's very jovial. The guy is just a happy guy. He is. You know, I mean, you could probably I've never seen anything but a smile on his face. You could sleep the leg on him, probably kick him right square in the <laughs> knee, and he would just be like, "Hey, man, that's a great." You know, it's just a fabulous day, isn't it? And a guy doesn't even drink, but he brings his beer almost every week. I mean, how do you hate him for that? I know. What a good dude. Jeez. And. He took episode 16, I think, and shouted over to our boy Jordan Dikema, who we Jay, shouted out on episode right. out of 15 or 16. Right, give him some love. And so he's recruiting new uh, POFU fans. So Dikema's a fan now. Jordan Dikema. Shout out to Dikema, who, oh. who gave us some Instagram love. Right, but you, I don't know if you knew this, no, but Dikema does have passive income. Dikema's got some, some VRBO over, over in uh, Holland, Michigan. You told me that, and he actually mentioned that and when he gave us the shout out, or he, sh- he shot me a... Uh, a DM after he posted us on his story. And um, 
he said, yeah, you know, one of the things that helped me get out here was was real estate. So that's good stuff. Absolutely. Good stuff. Dikema, Jay Saul. Right. You know, Jerry, just a good rule of life. Surround yourself with good people. I right? concur. I am very proud that the circle of folks that I hang out with, just all good dudes. The I EOT dudes, right? Right. Jay Saul, who is an EOT dude, right? Right. Killer Carl, good dude. Dikema, good dude. OD, good dude. Right. right. Just good people. Right. What's the saying? It's like you're the product of the five people you hang out with the most. All right. So if you hang out with a bunch of losers, you're probably going to be a loser. Correct. You hang out with a bunch of good people, you're going to be a good person. You hang out with a bunch of rich people, you're probably going to be a rich person. Right. I've been working on you for years. Oh, player. I've been pulling you up Wait. ever since I met you. Oh. You know, we had actually funny story. So a little story for all the listeners here. Sidebar. Hoss has got a story. Sidebar. So Jerry and I met. Years ago at the Michigan Athletic Club, I used to run the basketball league where I dominated Jerry on a weekly basis. Erroneous. And so that's where I knew him from. We didn't really hang out. We weren't buddies, but I knew you from the basketball court, right? And so then fast forward to like 2012, I think. I'm right down the street from Jerry's house, which I didn't know at the time, but I'm at a stoplight. And Jerry pulls up on his bike. And I'm like, oh, it's your man. And I said, oh, you ride? And he I said, ride. And he said, I ride. And I was like, oh, let's ride. So we went out for a bike ride, and this was probably, I would say, was probably the start of our friendship, was that bike ride. Like we were, I knew you before, we were acquaintances, I liked you, right? But, but that right. was probably the start of our friendship. Well, tell us, tell them what happened on that ride. Oh, I'm, I'm getting there to it, because I was just telling, because when we went up to the Dragon the other day and FH sure. was dying, I, that, that reminded me of the story. So I know for a fact that Jeremiah was trying to prove something. Negative. The first time. Didn't even go yeah, hard. Absolute baloney. Didn't even go hard. Baloney. So we decided we're going to go out for a ride together. And at the time, I hate to say it, but I was primarily a triathlete at that time. Questionable at best. Don't hold it against me. So I show up. I'm probably wearing like my mountain bike shoes and my mountain bike clipping pedals on my road bike, probably. Probably a mountain bike helmet with a visor. No, I didn't have the visor, but I with did. really bad glasses. Those are just those clear lenses that you hate. <laughs> no, they're really bad glasses. It's yeah. okay. Uh, anyway, so I show up to ride, and I think I was wearing a sleeveless jersey, too, like a tri-jersey. Sun's out, guns I w- out. I wasn't all kitted up. But right. um, anyway, Jeremiah, uh, I wasn't real familiar with a lot of the good riding routes around here. So Jeremiah says, oh, I'm going to take Hoss for a ride. So we, we go. We went to Lowell, right? We went out to Lowell, and we, our- ended, we ended up riding 48 miles that day. And at the time, I had no clue about nutrition at all. We rode 48 miles. All I had were two bottles of water. And it wasn't blazing hot, but it was warm that day. So we were sweating. And the very first time I rode with Jeremiah, I bonked hard on the way up the Michigan Street Hill, oh. which is one of the better climbs here in this this area. You made it that far? <sighs> oh, player. Oh, okay. But I know Jeremiah was out to prove something. He was trying, he was trying to uh, show me up. And you I, know what? You did that day. I, I wasn't you did. trying. I bonked hard. I was an I mean, absolute mess for probably the last 10 miles you tell to me get what home. a bonk means. I mean, most people don't know what a bonk is. So a bonk is when you just get so nutritionally depleted that your body basically starts to shut down. And for me, how right. it affects me is I get lightheaded. I feel like I'm going to vomit. I have no energy. And it's just everything in you to just claw your way back home. Right. And the minute you get in the house, it's just like I, I'm, cr- I'm stuffing as much salt and calories down my throat as I possibly can. So, yeah, that was that was the start of our friendship. That day that you took me out, and hey, you kicked my butt. You did. Hmm. Now, 
Uh, on the road, bike. The tides you, have turned a you, little bit. You could Jerry. probably talk. You want, do you want to tell them about your first your first time at uh, the the TT also? Oof. Yeah, the first time at the at the TT. Jerry shows up with probably a twelve thousand dollar bike and a disc oh. wheel and, a, and an aero helmet and the whole deal. And I had my road bike, mm. which didn't fit me. And Jeremiah I, kicked I my butt. I don't recall. Uh, would Besides. you like to share, Jerry? Who who has the better A to TT time overall? Listen, I, I you know what? That that's the problem. I'm a teacher. I don't, I, you know, my goal is not only to make people good, but better than I am. As a teacher, you, you give people shortcuts. You show them how to get there quicker. I mean, it's the tutelage. All right. Well, as I've said many times, our biking styles reflect our personalities. Because I will oh. fully admit, you are a much better mountain biker than I am. Oh. You're a better handler. And when it comes to just raw power and speed, you cannot hang with me. Raw right? power. You kick okay. my butt on the mountain bike. I kick your butt on the road bike and the TT. And so, you know, Jeremiah, he's all about the finesse, which is what mountain biking is about. And I'm all about the power oh, and the power. speed. What, I mean, you and that reflects our personalities. You didn't create your nickname Big Hoss and actually <laughs> Ben Diesel for nothing. You created Ben Diesel. Oh. Nathaniel created Hoss. Okay. Or was that D. Will? I think it was Nathaniel, actually. Anyway. All right. Well, that is, that's an origin story about Historical. our friendship. Yes. Right. And where I where it all started at the beginning of this conversation was surround yourself with good people. So Jeremiah, cheers to you. Cheers. You're one of the you're one of the five people I hang out with the most. So there you go. So, but I, I think that that what you can glean from that conversation is that Ben likes to be in second place a lot. Notwithstanding, <laughs> let me go further with that. It's okay to have some friendly competition in your life, right? So that's kind of what drove us too, and. You know, part of our conversation occurred while we were riding a bike, which is, oh, you're in a real estate? I'm in a real estate. I mean, I had some properties. He has, in my mind, I had one at the time. And I only two. had one. Yeah. And then it just started to say, hey, oh, hey, this is a good time to get in the market. And it's just having a, like a, um, I don't know, I don't want to call it, when you call it a partner, I wouldn't call it, or having someone to bounce business ideas off of, just another, um, another person in the same kind of mindset you are. It's, you know, to take risks or certain case, say, what do you think about this? Hey, I think it's a great idea, you know, or whatever it may be. Because we started buying, you know, all these all these properties. And it was like, hey, what do you think about this one? And actually, true story, literally, I my realtor called me one day and was like, hey, what, I got a property for you. It's over on this XYZ street. And I, I get there and 1511 I, Broadway. I'm pulling up whatever. And the, and the guy and the realtor says, uh, yeah, we can't look at this anymore. Said, ben Blake already just bought it. Oh, OK. So, it's you know, my, my point is, it's like. You know, there's other ones that literally like, hey, one popped up and I'm like, hey, are you, you looking at this one anymore? Because we talked about it. I want to be that kind of guy and like steal something from him. And he's like, yeah, no, go ahead and go on and buy that one. One, two, three, zero Hamilton. I bought it for <laughs> very low and sold it for like four times return. So, I mean, we, you know, quite frankly, we should have bought every one of those. I mean, yeah. we did, but they were just ripe. So my point is, it's like, don't be, af- don't be afraid to, to, to create like a, uh, accountability partner maybe that would be would be such and say okay let's go let's do this you know and it can be your wife and it doesn't have to be a, another guy it could be your wife it can be actually we're both single at the time so it was it was easier for that perspective and it could be whomever and say what do we want to do and how you want to get there we just ben and i have similar goals and we we enjoy some of the same things so it's it's easy for us to go out and do it just because we have those goals and, it's, and it push you and make you better yeah, it's good to have somebody to challenge you. And the other thing I'll add to that is, I've, I said it before, like in episode one or two, but don't be afraid to talk about money. I don't sure. understand why it's so, it's so it's faux pas and it's like it's against the social norm to talk about money. 
I'm not sitting here talking about, you know, pull out your pull out your pay stub and compare it to your buddy. I'm not saying that. I'm saying talk about ask your friends what's your number? What's your plan for retirement? When do you want to hit retirement? Do you want to do it early? Do you want to do it till you're 67? Are you going to be able to retire? Have the conversations. I think that's a big part of the problem we have in in our society is like everybody's so afraid to talk about money that they you, they don't focus on it, right? And it and you miss so much by not talking to your friends or your colleagues or wherever about money. So, not I'm not so, talking paychecks, like investment ideas. Like so, if you don't mind, let me, let me take this another direction. This is actually part of my agenda for today, so I appreciate okay. you leading us into there. So let me ask you a question, Hoss, and let, let me ask the we can ask our audience listeners to us: Who taught you how to invest? Nobody. So that's really where I'm going with with the next thing is like there's something as simple here, and I've got some some stats and whatnot, and it's pretty simple. It's a it's a it's a picture, right? And it's something as simple as this. It's just it's just simple math. So if you just work with me on this one, it says if you invest forty dollars a week, Ben, do you have forty bucks a week? I do. Yeah, everyone does. Everyone does. It says if you invest forty dollars every week into uh, an ETF that mirrors the S and P, so which is average a yearly return of ten percent since nineteen sixty two. By the way. Okay. One year later, you'll have $2,193. 40 bucks a week. Okay. okay. So after one year, you'll have 2,200 bucks. Yes. Five years. Keep this going. You're rolling. 40 okay. bucks a week. Five years. You have $13,287. Not bad, right? Yeah. Okay. So we're five years in now. Five years in. 13 grand. 13 grand. And change. 10 years. 34,000. We're just going to use round numbers today if you don't just humor me. 35,000 bucks. 10 years, 35 grand. Yep. For 40 bucks a week. 40 bucks a week. Yep. Which is what most people spend on lunch. Probably. Yeah. Or just a Starbucks alone. Yeah. Uh, 30 years, which seems kind of out there, but it's okay. 360,000 bucks. That's 30 years. 30 years. By the way, in today's modern technology, you can put 40 bucks, hit a button, pulls it right out of your account. You don't even know it's gone. Done. Pay yourself first. That's right. 50 years, which seems out there. But if you start, by the way, when you start, if, if you start when you're 19, 20, whatever it may be, you still got 40 bucks a week, by the way. Mm -hmm. 50 years later, you'll have two point, or round down, 2.5 million bucks. 2.5 million. That's only $40 a week. 40 bucks a week. That's 200 bucks a month. Not much. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. It says, he who understands it earns it. He who doesn't pays it. Was that like Aristotle or something like that? Um, it's actually just a, it just says a finance fact. It actually shows a picture of, I think it's Einstein, you know, type deal on yeah. this particular case. So my point to you is, is, is why I, why I grabbed this and I wanted to talk about it briefly is it's just simple. I mean, and for this, for this example, and we're gonna go further into investing in a minute here. If you don't, if you, if you don't mind, it's just simple math. I think we don't teach enough about schools today the colleges today, the high schools really where it should start, in my personal opinion. The college should, should continue it on and make it every, every. I mean, teach you how to write a resume. Why don't you do how to invest? Isn't it the same thing? I mean, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. It's simple math. It's compound interest formula. You put X in, you compound it by Y, which is, in this example, you use 10% mirroring the S&P since 1862, and boom, you have this much money. I mean, Quite frankly, uh, and you use what you you used the term earlier, pay yourself first. When you graduated from college in what, what 21, 22, did you have extra 40 bucks a week? 
you'd probably say no, but the answer is yes. No, I absolutely you, you definitely did. Forty bucks yeah. a week. Everybody, I mean, everybody can find it. Right. Stop the so, Starbucks. Stop going out to lunch. Right. You know, maybe once a month you don't go out to dinner. You back that down. You know, you, I don't know, commute to work, whatever. Ride your bike to work, something like that. Everybody, everybody can find 40 bucks a month. I don't care if you're Correct. making minimum wage. You can find 40 bucks so, a month if you want to. If you care enough to find it, everybody can find it. So I have a, I have a saying in my computer. It says, start the process. I look at it every morning. Start the process. So that's where I want, I want to challenge our listeners and audience, and especially dovetailing off 17 to 18. We talk about the POFU and like start the process. I'm even talking about, I mean, you talk about your kid's college, right? Mm-hmm. Start the process. Uh, you want to talk about your retirement? Start the process, right? I mean, invest in something 40 bucks a week. Maybe you want to put your kid's college in there. I mean, that could be 30 years from now or whatever, or less, I mean, type deal. Start the process. 40 bucks a week. That that to me is a forty bucks a week is a joke to me. Now, when I graduated from college too, sure, I mean forty bucks is a big deal, or was it? It's really not. Not even no. Twenty not years even. ago, it wasn't even that big a deal. Lunch nowadays. I mean, we probably bucks. in our you know twenty two year old or twenty three year old mindset, we may have thought it was, but we could have found it. Don't go to the bar once a week. Oh, just right. Just, it may have felt like a big deal. Right. But I got a couple comments on that. Number one, you. You, you first asked the question, like, you know, who taught you this stuff? Sure. Let's go back. To that. And the answer is nobody. Back. And I want to make sure it's clear that, like, I'm that's not a, a knock on the parents. Like, my parents taught me what they knew. Sure. Which was pump money into a 401k until you're 67. That's what they knew. Right. It's there not a bad no, living. There was no flipping houses. There was no rental properties. There was no syndications. Like, they didn't know that. Right. So I'm not knocking them for that. But... You, and then another thing that you mentioned was, you know, the schools should be teaching it. Uh, or the schools should be teaching some of this personal finance stuff. And I agree with that a little bit, but you know what? They don't. And so then it should be up to the parents. There's this sort of this, uh, I feel like there's this, um, there's this movement that, you know, they should be teaching everything that a kid needs to know in school. And I think there's a lot of nonsense that they teach in school that they don't need to anymore. But bottom line is whatever they don't teach in school, the parents should pick up the slack and do that. Or the parents should be, you know, emphasizing or or even adding to what they're learning in school nevertheless here's the deal anything that you want to learn today is on the internet and it's free you don't need to buy some some course you sure as hell don't need to go to college to learn any of this stuff so let's let me let me let me pause you for that i read an article the other day when it was about elon musk elon Mm -hmm. says colleges is college is not necessarily a bad thing but what he says and i quote it is to make sure you can do your chores. Ah, I, I heard the same quote. Yeah. And I was just kind of like scratching my head going, Elon, he's, and what he says is everything you need to learn, you can be taught in the world. You don't need to go to school to learn it. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, number one, you can find it on the internet for free. Correct. You can find it there. You can find a mentor that does what you want to do and, and saddle up to them. That's another avenue. But bottom line is like, figure out what you want to do. Make a plan, work a plan, figure out what you want to do, educate yourself, and then execute. Like, that's the simplest, simplest plan ever. And don't get stuck, like, reading a thousand books and researching online for 200 hours and, like, watching all the videos and doing all this stuff. Like, eventually, at some point, you have to do something. That's correct. So, that's it. Those are my comments. All right. So, your little example there. 40 bucks a week for 50 years, you get two and a half million bucks, right? Correct. So, we made it clear that everybody can find 40 bucks a week. 
Correct. And if you're one of those people that says, I can't find 40 bucks a week, you know what? Call me. I'll talk some sense into you. Right. I'll punch you square in the mouth. <laughs> Shoot me an email, pofupodcast at gmail.com. Right. You know what? DM me on the gram at pofupodcast. Right. Send me a picture of your hundreds. So everybody can find 40. Jerry, what if you could find 80? Oh. Double, five million. What? 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 Five million? No, Jared, no, that's impossible. Nobody can do that. I, I gotta, I gotta have my Starbucks every day. In this market, in this market, you can hey, double my, that. My friend b- drives a BMW. That means I have to drive one, right? Johnny's got one. Yeah, and then my other buddy, you know, he's got you know a four thousand square foot house. I gotta have that too, right? He's got one. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah, there's no way you can find eighty bucks a week. No yeah. way. No, probably not. Can't do it. I can't give up those extra calories in the Starbucks. No way. Gotta have the bucks. Ain't gonna do it. Mm. Maybe I just buy maybe, maybe just buy some Starbucks stock instead. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad thing. So yeah. All right, people, th- come on. So listen, even when you you're if you're making minimum wage, you can find forty bucks a week, and just right. imagine as time goes on, as your career progresses, as you as your salary increases, whatever, like you can find more and more and more. So the point is like, yeah, 50 years sounds like a long time, which is a good point to make that this whole thing, this whole PFU journey, again, marathon, not a sprint. Correct. Any get rich quick scheme, you probably stand to lose more than you're actually going to make. Right. So it's going to take a lot of time. 50 years sounds like a lot, but that number of 40 bucks a week is so small. It's nothing. Set it and let it go. Triple it. Well, what's funny is with today's modern technology too, and you can set your bank accounts up or whatever, or a Robin Hood or what, I, I mean, I don't even know them all. E Trade, whatever. There's they a can, thousand of them. They can quote, they can pull directly from your check. You don't even know it's gone, and you're and it just happens real quick. And next, you know, you log in one day and like, holy shnikes, I got fifty G's in this thing. And yeah, you don't even know it's gone. That's the that that pay yourself first, which I think was Kiyosaki, right? He talks about All right, it. Robert Kiyosaki, if you haven't read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you have to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For me, that was the book that started, that got my mindset right, that got me thinking about this whole POFU journey. I didn't call it then when I read the book, but it's a, and it's morphed into the POFU now. If you have not read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you have to read it. Start there. But in that book, he says you pay yourself first, which means what most people do is they get their paycheck, and then they pay all their bills and then they spend their money on whatever they're going to spend it on and whatever's left over if there's any left over that's what they use to invest right but the pay yourself first mentality is decide what you're going to invest when you get your paycheck allocate money to your investments first and then whatever is left over that's what you have to budget or to spend on your expenses. So that should be the order should be reversed from what most people do. Everybody spends first and then invest, but you should invest first and then spend. Correct. So do that. Forty bucks. So I think we should let's let's wrap up eighteen here. Let's wrap up eighteen just reminding people that, hey, if you've got questions about in, investing, shoot us an email, pufu podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Instagram. It's not rocket science. We'll talk you through it. You know, we'll probably remind you to school through some simple things like, you know what? You know, it's like it's always like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like people like, yeah, they taught us that once or I, I knew that. And it's like you just, you just don't so you just need an accountability partner. We'll be that person and we'll help you get where you want to go. I mean, if, if you've got a, a goal you want to achieve, get it done. Hoss wants to hang with me on a road bike. 
He's going to have to train. <laughs> He's just not going to happen overnight. It's a marathon, not a sprint. That's a, that's his takeaway. Haas is not a sprinter. We've established that. Haas is not a sprinter. You know what, Jerry? I'm glad you said that. I mentioned before, like, everybody's so afraid to talk about money. Like, if you want to get get in touch with either of us, we would love – I mean, it does. we're not going to make it public, right? Just because you might get in touch with us, we're not going to – we don't even have to shout out you on the podcast. We don't have to Negative. broadcast anything. Everything would be private. Like, And we stand to benefit nothing other than that you and I just love to talk about this stuff. Right. We got a lot of good ideas. We got some good bad ideas too. We got a lot of mistakes that you can learn from. Anybody that's listening that wants to talk money, real estate, investing, whatever, get in touch with us. We'd love to do it. Help me help you. This is pro bono. We, this is, there's, oh yeah, no charge. We can provide a different perspective of what right. your financial advice, you know, you, you may not even have a financial advisor. Maybe we'll be it. Could be. Podcast at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at Podcast. Let's do this. Lock 18, player. Peace. Thank you. Out. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We would love it if you would subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at POFU Podcast. And as always, we would love for you to join us in our conversation. Send us an email at POFUPodcast at gmail.com.